We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, the number one podcast network for today's Kansas City sports fans. With former players from your favorite teams, informed perspectives, and former insiders, this is the place for you. KC Sports Network is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. What's good, Chiefs Kingdom? Happy Labor Day. It's Monday, September 5th, and this is KCSN Update, your daily dose of Chiefs news and content from us here at KC Sports Network. It's finally a football week. The Chiefs prepare to take on the Arizona Cardinals on Sunday down in the desert and help me talk through with our stock up, stock down report, as we will each Monday, is our good friend and ESPN's Matt Miller. And Matt, according to our friends at DraftKings, the Chiefs are four and a half point favorites over the Cardinals. And the over-under on this one is 53 and a half. Before we get into the stock up, stock down, Matt, how do you feel about those two lines right there? Man, BJ, four and a half feels kind of disrespectful to a team that has had the run that the Chiefs have had. I understand there's been some turnover, but I actually think it's almost addition by subtraction in some ways. Um, I've been to training camp. I've seen the offense operate without Tyree Kill. We've seen it in the preseason uh, in small glimpses when the starters were out there. I don't think the sky is falling. I really don't. And I think the defense will be better than it was last year as as some of the guys that we'll probably talk about in this segment are ascending players that are going to step up. So four and a half feels disrespectful, especially without DeAndre Hopkins out there. Maybe there's Hollywood Brown hype that I'm not aware of or, (laughs) or something. I don't know that he's become Justin Jefferson overnight, but four and a half, um, not that I give betting advice. I don't because I live in the great state of Missouri where you cannot legally bet. Um, if I live 10 miles west of here in Kansas, I would tell you uh, four and a half feels like something you should probably be looking into. I did see you uh, tweet out that you were making the the trip over to the great state of Kansas. Yeah, I'm uh, making that drive. That I saw that as, as somebody that grew up just on the Kansas side, talking to somebody just on the Missouri side. Uh, you're welcome over here anytime yeah. to the great state of Kansas. Galena, Kansas is going to get so much traffic from us Joplin, Missouri <laughs> folks, because it's it's 10 minutes. So uh, if anybody needs the tips on where to park in Galena, let me know. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you that I'm the, the best to give betting advice either, but I did get my DraftKings account fired up again, and I placed 22 bets and a bunch of them are futures bets. <laughs> There's a number about you guys can that call we're... if you have a problem, BJ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We're going to get to that read in a minute, but it is, it's going to make football so much more fun to watch. Yeah. I wasn't able to do it for the longest time. 
uh, while I worked, obviously, for the Chiefs. It's a very strict thing. You uh, couldn't even walk into a situation. Yeah. yeah, you couldn't even walk into a sports book uh, if you work for the NFL. You can't get anywhere near it, uh, which would be really interesting for a team in Las Vegas and employees yeah. who live out there. I'm really curious how that's all going to play out. But Matt, man, I'm excited. Uh, obviously this is the first time that we've done this video and you're going to join us each Monday here. Um, probably the person that I've talked to the most over the years since I got into media and started doing this and you being one of the people that uh, anyone who's followed me or listened to anything that we've done before. Uh, one of the people who really helped me out, who helped me get to the position to continue moving up. Uh, and so I always feel indebted to you for that. Uh, but I also just enjoy talking to you, man, especially about the Chiefs and all the stuff that we've got coming up. Now that they're better, it's a lot easier. <laughs> right. It was right. back in the day. It's a lot more fun, I should say. Not easier. Yeah. Uh, just we don't have to focus on the draft in like October now, so which is great. Still can. Um, I mean, but, if people want to, they, they please don't discourage obviously draft you can follow, and pay my bills. <laughs> Yeah, they can follow your stuff, uh, obviously, at ESPN covering the draft because that's what you do. But at least from a Chiefs fan perspective, yeah. our attention doesn't have to go to the draft, uh, you know, before Thanksgiving, which is always great. Um, but for our stock up, stock down report this week, I want to know um, who do you have is the obviously we haven't played any games yet. And so this yeah. will kind of take on, um, you know, a different feel as we move into the season. But as we sit here today, who do you have as far as being your stock up player for the Chiefs? Yeah, BJ, I, I want one offense, one defense. I hope that's okay. So if I need to compress this, I can. But like I mentioned, oh, I, went, I went to training camp. I went to the preseason game against the Commanders. Uh, I try to stay as close to this team as possible, being that it is my my local team. Um, so on <laughs> offense, this might surprise people, but I think stock up for Miko Hardman. I know there's been <laughs> expectations for years. I think some of those were unfairly placed on him that they thought, oh, here's the, the next Tyreek Hill, or here's a mirror version of Tyreek Hill. He was never really that player at Georgia. And so asking him to be that player with the Chiefs, I think, was unfair. But I think the opportunities are there now where this is not a criticism, but last year's offense was a two-headed monster of if Travis is covered, throw it to Tyreek. And I think we're going to see this year more diversity and where the ball goes, a lot more variance in, hey, this is the matchup this week. Here's the player who who's going to be able to – kind of excel in that in that scheme so I do think Mikko is going to have his opportunities not just in the return game but I think we're going to see a more creative offense and he's going to be a player that benefits from that defensively I have to go Nick Bolton because I have been impressed by him every step of the way this offseason uh watching training camp practice he was the standout for me and you know sometimes when you go to watch practice and there's 100 players on the field it's it's difficult right and I I know I get asked that question a lot of like how do you handle watching this many players and you probably remember this from our time at the senior bowl the other bj but sometimes i'm just looking for like who flashes and then i'm gonna follow them for a while and nick bolton just flashed for me this this offseason or during training camp excuse me so I, I think this defense is very well suited for him they need someone to step up at that position um and he has he has the tools i know he got knocked coming out of mizzou like oh my god he's not fast enough or he's too short he just has a nose for the ball. The instincts are there. And I know the coaching staff is telling anybody who will listen that he's really primed for a big season. I love both of those picks. And McCole Hardman has been one of those guys that when we've been talking about can the Chiefs for the first time under Andy Reid have 3,000-yard say pass catchers because Travis Kelsey is obviously going to be one of those guys. I expect Juju to be that next dude. And yeah. then there's probably like three guys who by the end of the year you could convince me as of right now we're going to have 1,000 yards. And I would believe you. Now we're not going to end up with five. But is it McCole <laughs> Hardman? Is it Marquez Valdez-Scaling? Or is it Sky Moore? Does yeah. he step up? 
and show what he can do as a guy that has we've seen his route running. It was talked about coming out of college. You talked about it. Everybody's seen it now at training camp. You've seen a little bit in the preseason. And we both know Patrick Mahomes doesn't need a lot of open space to get the ball to somebody. And if they can create space and they're going to get some one on one opportunities, not a lot of attention compared to some of these other guys, it's going to be special. And then I love the Nick Bolton one. That is not what I was thinking because I've been on this George Karloftis train for about the last <laughs> month of ever since I've seen what Bobby Stroop has done with him and what George has done yeah. this offseason to improve his athletic fluidity, his change of direction. Oh, he just seems so. like a much, a much yeah. more fluid athlete than he did in college. Uh, but the Nick Bolton one, I gotta, I gotta plug this real quick, and I'm gonna, we're gonna take a word from our friends at DraftKings because one of the futures bets that I placed this year was actually on Nick Bolton to lead the NFL in Ooh. most tackles and assists. Matt, he's at th- plus thirty five hundred. Bet twenty five dollars oh, wow. to win eight hundred and seventy five uh, dollars for a player that absolutely gets on the field more. Your point, he has a nose for the ball. I think a lot of people were critical. I had seen it the early part of last year. Some of the other guys in our network had talked about that the the pass coverage wasn't his strength. And now is it is he a two-down guy? And that was determined to – people are speaking in very definitive terms yeah. <laughs> out in general, whereas everybody kind of took the wait-and-see approach. This is not his strength, but if he can get – a little bit better at this, which players tend to do. They develop. They're not the same players, right. rookies that they do. And we kind of too, that yeah. sometimes. But uh, it, it's been special to watch him this training camp because him and Willie Gay both. And Willie Gay was more of a pass catching, or excuse me, a pass coverage type yeah. linebacker, a little bit more uh, lateral agility, those kinds of things out in space. But Nick Bolton has made some plays in pass coverage. Uh, we've highlighted a lot of those on KCSN. So that's going to be special to watch. But yeah, that was one of my favorite uh, future bets that I placed. Uh, at DraftKings was the Nick Bolton to lead the league in tackles. And on that note, let's take a quick word from DraftKings. Kansas, the wait is over. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is officially live in Kansas just in time for football season. That means betting legally on same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, and more anytime and anywhere across the Sunflower State. To celebrate, DraftKings is giving new Kansas customers a can't-miss offer. Bet just $5 on anything and get $200 in free bets instantly. And Thursday night is almost here. Want more action for opening night kickoff? Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. Get up seven, you win. Bet on any pro football team of your choice, and if your team leads by seven points at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code KCSN to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. That's code KCSN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Gambling problem? Getting help is your best bet. Call 1-800-522-4700. Must be 21 years old. Physically present in Kansas. Eligibility restrictions apply. Bonus issued as free bets. One early win token issued at opt-in. Moneyline bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash Kansas on behalf of Boot Hill Resort and Casino. All right, Matt, so... I would recommend anybody I played on the DraftKings app for probably an hour and a half placing all of those future bets. And the other one, Matt, that I really like, another player that some out there have discussed as a player whose stock is up. Um, I'm a little bit not downplaying this just because of his position, but the fact that Jody Fortson is healthy, (laughs) that we saw what Jody Fortson could do in the red zone led me to uh, doing a bet uh, anytime touchdown for Jordy, Jody Fortson next Sunday, I got 25 to win. I think it was like $900. Wow. 
if Jody Fortson can catch a touchdown. And we've already seen that he is some sort yeah. of red zone target. So I like the McColl pick. If it's somebody that uh, is a little bit more under the radar, who's another player stock up that may be um, not quite the same level of stock up, but that fans should kind of know as somebody who follows this team and follows these guys closely from the moment they get to college. Yeah, I think Justin Watson, yeah, kind of staying in this receiver group, you know, somebody out of pin who very few of us covered coming out of college, but he he definitely seems to have a chemistry with Mahomes. And I think to speak generally, this is something that was missing last year where or even the last couple of years where I mentioned earlier it was like a two-headed monster where you knew who the first two reads were. And after that, it was like, hey, can Sammy Watkins actually be healthy? Uh, can Demarcus Robinson catch the ball? Uh, you know, who's going to step up? Brian, can, can Pringle become that guy and be consistent? And it, it never happened. But I think what's exciting about this receiving core is, like right now, there's just this field of opportunity, whether it is Jody Fortson making that move to kind of a, a hybrid tight end role, whether it's Justin Watson coming out of nowhere after being a street free agent and bouncing around the NFL, not to mention – you know, second round draft picks like Sky Moore and Miko Hardman or marquee free agent signings like Juju and MBS, where I think there is room for Justin Watson to, I mean, no, is he going to catch a thousand yards? Probably not, but he does have speed. He does have size, which, you know, I griped about for years that this receiving core was just way too small. We needed somebody yeah. out there for Mahomes who could, you know, get the 50, 50 balls and who could post up some guys on slant routes. And I think it, you know, it's six, three, two fifteen with, 4-4 speed, legit 4-4 speed. You know, Watson has an opportunity to be that player, and it does seem like there's a chemistry and a connection there that I do feel like was missing at times with some of the receivers that were third and fourth options in years past. Yeah, and I got to correct myself real quick and that, bring up a great point on Justin Watson. I remember talking with Brett Veach at the Senior Bowl uh, that year about Justin Watson. That's so crazy, as soon as they right? signed him, I was like, "That doesn't. that's not surprising yeah. at all. Um, that he went after, but I got to correct myself. So the Jody Fortson bet 25 to win $212, not, still, not 800. So he catches a touchdown. Still good money. You get eight times in your money. Yeah. That's, that's a safe bet based on what we've seen throughout the preseason and the fact that he's tall, he's got long arms. He is a perfect red yeah. zone target. Now Matt, that, on the defensive catch in what preseason was a preseason week two. I think he had the, he had the big catch Jody did. And it's it like, two touchdowns in the yeah, week. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, I was getting texts because I have buddies who are like every year they're like, who's going to be the guy? I'm like, this is their their guy is Jody Fordson. So it's it's going to be a fun season of, of watching that. And, and I'm happy for Jody that, just, that he is healthy, like you mentioned. It, it seems like this alignment change, I don't know that it's fair to call it a position change, but an alignment change at least is going to be really good for him. Yeah, oh, I agree. And the one player I don't want to spend a ton of time talking on uh, talking about him. Cause if you're listening to this, whether it's on YouTube or whether you listen to the podcast, I'm going to do a dedicated podcast later today on a new show that we have called 10 things, uh, where it's gonna be a little bit different every week, but it's gonna be 10 things that I love about George Karloftis going into his rookie year. Uh, so I want to spend a ton of time talking Karloftis, but I do want to get your opinion on what he can be. Cause if there's one player, Matt, you and I have known each other long enough. Hopefully people listening uh, have known me long enough. I don't normally make these big, bully like these big statements and yeah. prognosticate these really big things but i am expecting a huge season out of george Karloftis because you see all the checkpoints of what he can do and you yeah. see the relentlessness the effort the physicality and the fact that when he hits guys similar to leo chanel you look at this rookie class they are physical mm -hmm. but this is a rookie i know it's preseason but when he would pop and make contact and long arm all those things he's moving grown men already at this point and he's just getting started 
can you either throw some gas on the fire that I'm building for George Karloftis or can you can you kind of dampen it a little bit? Where are we going with this one? Man, I've seen you say things like rookie sack record, you know, Kansas City Chiefs rookie <laughs> I, sack record. I, had to, I was like, is this the real BJ Kissel tweeting this? Uh, so I'm going to throw uh-huh. a little gas on your on your fire here, buddy, because I remember okay. watching him early last year at college football and he was ending the draft stock of players. Like he was that good. And I think what happened was he got wore down a little bit over the course of the season and Purdue is not a, you know, hot plate of defensive talent when it comes to the NFL draft. So I think he also just really got focused on by teams and they're like, okay, well, we're going to chip and we're going to double and we're going to triple. And, and it, it affected him. What I've seen from him as someone who watched every snap that he played the last year, he looks like a different body composition. He looks leaner. He looks mm-hmm. uh, like he's got a little bit more twitch, a little more juice in his step. And I, there was a play where he's just making like a, an open field change of direction. And, and I, maybe it was probably you guys uh, who highlighted it. And I was like, there's no way in hell he makes that play at Purdue. There's no way because he just didn't have that open field agility. So you mentioned our good friend, Bobby Stroop, who uh, Bobby, when you hear this, I'm still waiting for my invite for you to come get my ass in shape. Um, I think he just, uh, he's able to pinpoint Hey, where do you got to get better? Like, what do we got to work on? You know, and, and for Carl Loftus, I think that explosiveness is key to his position, obviously. But it is some of that open field change of direction to be able to chase down the Russell Wilsons and the Justin Herberts that you're going to have to face in that division. And you're going to have to face Tyler Murray in a couple of days. You know, you have to be able to chase the rabbit a little bit. And, and we see yeah. it in the drills that they're doing. And I, I do think that it's okay to be excited about Carl Loftus because, you know, it's a first round pick and he was a, a marquee player at a very important position for this defense, not just this year, but moving forward. So I think it's okay to be encouraged by what we've seen thus far. And he's a player that's going to have opportunities opposite Frank Clark and Chris Jones. You know, you're not sliding protection to 56 when you have those guys Mm -hmm. on the other side. So uh, he's going to have a chance to make some plays. Yeah, Uh, Frank Clark is plus 15,000 to lead the league in sacks this year. Um, May have been another future bet that I place, you know, just in case Frank's my guy, but um yeah, you, when you mentioned the the change of direction of George Karloftis, I actually had tweeted that out because that was my favorite play. It wasn't the big sack. It wasn't all those. It was that play because yeah. it's like that is a display of athleticism that's going to lead to a ton of other plays, and it's a perfect example in space yeah. of you know, one of those like combine too, type right? drills. And, and like the, the football awareness, yeah. which I think is discounted so often when we talk about defensive ends or pass rushers. We get caught up in like, oh my God, they're so fast or they're so strong or their arms are so long. But like just being a smart football player comes up so often. And I can remember watching Karloff this last year. And there were so many times where if he's not at the quarterback, he's trying to impact the throw. He's getting a hand in their yeah. face. He's getting an arm up. And I think we're going to see that. He's obviously incredibly battle tested against the run coming out of the Big Ten. And he's seeing every type of motion that can be thrown at a player because he's played against Ohio State. So I think just from a football IQ standpoint, he's also well ahead of where you expect a rookie to be. Yeah. All right, Matt, as we wrap this show up, we appreciate your time. I'll give you one chance to to give us your quick thoughts on the Chiefs-Cardinals game coming up this Sunday. A lot of storylines in this one. Um, the fact that DeAndre Hopkins is not playing is probably uh, good for the Chiefs, although these young defensive backs, these guys, I would like them to get the opportunity to go up against a guy like that because you're going to see a lot of dudes like that this season with the schedule that the Chiefs have. But how do you see in this one play out, and what are the couple things that you're really looking forward to to seeing that you think may make the difference for one team or another. 
I'm not looking forward to a week of Mahomes and Kingsbury reunion talk. Uh, as a Texas fan who I look tired today, <laughs> I just got home from Austin, Texas. Um, not looking forward to that in the, the reliving the Texas Tech glory days. But no, I am excited to see this offense. And, and like I mentioned, I think there's going to be more variance in, in how the ball comes out and who it goes to. I, I don't think we're going to see a stat sheet dominated by two guys anymore. And that's a good thing. So I want to see that. What does the offense look like when it's actually game planned against a defense? Uh, for the Cardinals, you know, they have a history of coming out really hot and then fizzling out. You know, it's obviously been an offseason of some trials for them getting Kyler's deal done and, and all the social media stuff that comes with that. So I want to see, I guess, with these two offenses, what the chemistry looks like. Have they gelled? You know, and I, I mean, I think the Chiefs win. I, I, like I said, I think four and a half points is incredibly disrespectful. It's the NFL. Every game feels like it's close, but I would think the Chiefs by – nine feels a lot more comfortable for me than, than four and a half. So, and I, as you know, and your viewers will find out, I'm not the kind of guy that will just pick the chiefs every week because I'm on a chief's podcast, but I do think they get the, the victory in week one. And, and, and I'm excited to see what that looks like. Well, you are a Niners fan also. I'm people forget that. You get you off know, of this. People forget <laughs> I, that. I don't forget that, but yeah, I, I, uh, I think that catches people off guard sometimes. My wife's a Chiefs fan. My my kids are Chiefs fans. You'll see me at Chiefs games in a Chiefs hat, even because uh, I'm not trying to piss off the Red Kingdom, you know. Uh, so, uh, I if they're not playing the Niners, I, I usually am pulling for the Chiefs to win, just so my house is in in good spirits. Um, but it, yeah, I mean, when when that what is it week seven when when the Chiefs play the Niners, that'll be a fun Something podcast like for us. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. I don't think uh, Nate and the guys at Lot J would appreciate you wearing anything but Chiefs gear while you're hanging I've out. I've done there. it. Especially, don't be I, the guy to wear Niners stuff to like the Chiefs Chargers no, game. No, no, like, those people. That. That's a, we can do a whole podcast about things yeah. that bother uh, at NFL games. The wave number one, and then yeah. wearing other teams' jerseys that are not playing, not playing in that game. I saw an Arkansas so. jersey at the Texas Louisiana Monroe game, and I was like, okay. That's just random. That's, go, go hogs. Doesn't make any sense. Right. All right, Matt. Man, we appreciate your time. We'll see you next Monday, hopefully talking about a lot of players uh, whose stock is up after their performance against the Cardinals on Sunday. You can follow him at, at NFL Draft Scout. You can catch his content on ESPN or um, a little plug for thedraftscout.com. I know that you've got a lot of different things that are going on, and we appreciate you for joining us, and we appreciate everybody out there for watching and listening. Please like and subscribe to this video if you're watching on youtube and please if you are listening to the podcast and you enjoy the content leave us a five-star rating and a review it does help us reach more people we appreciate your time and until next time just like i always say please go out there and be kind to one another mother's day is almost here and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around a watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried and true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.